0: Welcome to The Happy Writer, a show about creating and sustaining a long-term author career. My name is Patti Janssen, writer of science fiction and fantasy. I've published independently since 2011. This show covers motivation, diversification, learning new skills and your place in your career. Come on in and be Happy. In episode 8 of The Happy Writer, I'm going to talk about multi author box sets, the different types of sets, and how authors use these for promotion. But first, let's talk about what I mean when I say multi author box sets, and the attractiveness of these sets for readers. If you browse the Amazon store, you will often see these represented by 3D images of a row of books, ranging from 2 to as many as 20. These images are made to look like the books all belong to the same series as in the printed box sets of old, hence the name. Very often all these books have been written by different authors and they are being sold for a ridiculous price, like 99 cents. These sets offer the reader a curated collection for a vastly reduced cost that they only have to buy or download once, and then they can flick through the books to see if there is anything they like. Because many of these sets are greatly reduced in price or even free, they represent great value to the reader. Readers will then check out the other books by the authors they liked. This is a great way for them to discover books. But of course, most of this episode is about how authors can use these to promote themselves. So let's talk about that. This episode is not about single-author box sets, where an author collects all or a number of books in one series and offers the collection for a reduced price. These are often also called box sets or omnibus. This episode is about multi-author box sets. Amazon sometimes objects to the term box sets because it implies the printed and boxed version, People will also use the term collection or simply set. Are you still following this? Yeah, me neither. The term box set has stuck, even if it implies a bunch of printed books in a pretty box. Right now, what do authors want with these sets? First, you have to realise that there are several different tactics that authors employ when they put together these sets. Those tactics are not always compatible with each other. I use multi-author box sets quite a lot, but I only use one particular tactic. So let's get into the different types. There are the sets where the aim is to make a bestseller list. You get together a whole bunch of authors, put books together that are roughly in the same genre, put the collection on the long pre-order for 99 cents, and then advertise like crazy. On Amazon, the pre-orders are counted in the week when they come in, but on other retailers they are counted when the book goes live. The trickery is that there is one week in which your set registers a couple of thousands of sales and it has a shot at getting into the New York Times bestseller list or the USA Today bestseller list. Various authors take part in this to get their letters, in inverted commas, so that they can put USA Today Bestseller on their bio. Income or audience building is only a secondary consideration. But authors are not doing this as much as they used to for several reasons. If by now you feel a bit icky about cheating the list and you wonder what these letters may be worth, you're probably on the right path. But there was more going on. A couple of years ago, there were a number of bad actors involved in jockeying the lists. They would charge participating authors a huge amount of money to take part in the sets, then buy ads with click farms, where they would essentially pay poor people in poorly paid jobs in non-Western countries to buy or borrow the books with no intention of actually reading and enjoying them. In return, this boosted the books up the visibility charts so that more and genuine people would also buy the books. There was a lot of other stuff going on behind the scenes, and this whole thing exploded when it came to light just what sort of shenanigans were going on. It really wasn't pretty. Because of this and other things, some of those coveted bestseller lists started disallowing multi-author box sets from their ranks. Sometimes they still slipped through, But basically there were a group of authors who made the requisite number of sales with their sets, often through a lot of hard work, if it was achieved honestly, whose sets were then removed from the list so they spent a lot of money for nothing. It also became so common for authors to have gained their letters, which they would then put on their bio that a suspicion was cast over almost everyone who claimed to be a USA Today bestseller and indeed it looks rather weird to come to an author page of someone who claims to be a USA Today bestseller, and they only have a couple of books that are not ranked very well, nor have a lot of reviews. Yeah, kind of icky, even if the letters were honestly gained. This type of box set is and was always a vanity project. If those letters are important for you, sure, go ahead and spend the money, but there is no guarantee that it will boost sales... And please make sure that you Google the name of the organiser and make sure that they're straight and above water because if you get into bed with one of these people who hires click farms, you might jeopardise your account at Amazon and the other stores and rest assured, that's not worth it. The second type of multi-author sets are the ones that are put together simply to make money. You will find that the sets are frequently in Kindle Unlimited because while the price may be 99 cents, many people will read the set in their Kindle Unlimited account and it will rack up huge amounts of page reads. Sometimes the sets are wide and they combine money-making, often to be reinvested in ads, with advertising for the authors in the set. Organisers of these sets would be wise to be really selective in the type of book they allow, so that the names in the set attract readers and that the set is read all the way. Bad actor organisers also used to employ several tricks to allow their books to be read quickly by putting links that made the reader skip to the end of the book, resulting in all the pages being read. Amazon has largely stopped this now. If you want to organize a money making set you no longer have to wrangle lots of accounts and authors' tax statements. There are now several apps that will allow you to do the income splitting, although if you want to use Kindle Unlimited you still need to do this directly through Amazon. Lastly, there are the sets that are purely for promotion. They can be ninety nine cents, but more often than not they are free. These are the only type of box set that I use and I find most beneficial for increasing my readership. A big collection of books that is free tends to get more downloads than just a single free book. And if there are more downloads, the title has greater visibility, which leads to more downloads in turn. In order to be perma-free, the title needs to be wide. It's a benefit if the other books in all the authors' series are also wide. So how do you find out about these sets, and how do you get invited to be involved? They don't advertise when they're open for submissions in publicly accessible places. You seem to have to know people to get in. This is why I said in an earlier episode that as a writer you need to be in a writing community – These communities are where you find out about the sets and where you find the writers who might be interested in them. Still, it's highly likely that when you are ready to try this, there won't be a ready-made set open for applications, so you can start your own. How do you go about that? First, you decide what the aim of the set is going to be, list-making, money-making or promotional. Then decide the focus of the set and the catchy title. This title should be fairly short and should reflect the concept that fits well within the genre. If it sounds cheesy, great. Don't try to be clever, just say what's in the box. If it's about magic, make magic one part of the title. If it's about mystery, make mystery part of the title. Make it really clear what sort of books the readers are going to get. You will need the usual items like an attractive cover that displays the title of the set and that draws the eye. Have a look at your genre to see what type of covers are most common in the bestseller ranks. Keep it simple, because if you're going to do one of those 3D representations, the cover gets zoomed out and anything that's too intricate very quickly gets murky and the detail becomes lost. This is also why the title should be short and snappy and clear. Once you have your cover, you need both a flat representation and one on a 3D box set. Because Amazon will take the box set, but other retailers like Apple will prefer a flat cover. If you're doing this yourself, a website called Cover Vault offers templates for 3D box sets. Then you need to format all the books. I use Vellum for this, but the principle is going to be the same regardless of what software you use. You format each book as a part or a volume in the set. Each book should also have a title page stating the title, author and series. You can include the cover, but I generally don't, because it will massively blow out the size of the file. I find it useful to include the blurb of the book in question so that readers can skim through. I include the volumes in the set's table of contents but not the individual chapters. Those go in the second table of contents at the start of each book. I also give the author the opportunity to advertise any other books and their website. If you're a participating author, give some thought to what you're going to put in here because it will drive your sales to the rest of the series. Some authors can do astonishingly poor jobs at selling themselves through the back matter. How do you decide which authors to include? This is the hardest part of the project, because once you have decided to do this, you'll find that it's actually not easy to get people together. Since your set has a particular aim, their books need to be in KU or they need to be out of KU. The writers also need to be prepared to leave the book in the set for a specific period of time, and it is helpful if you could specify this period of time or the lifespan of the set. Some of them are taken down when the promotional period is finished. How do you find these authors? Again, I circle back to the community that you should be in. No one is going to knock on your door to ask whether you would like to be in one of these sets, No one is going to randomly email to ask if they can be in one of them either, even if you're known as an organiser. You could invite people personally. This is hard work for little return. Most of the really big authors don't want to take part because they have different plans for their books, although you may be surprised that some of them do. It's best to simply put out the word in a community that you're part of and that you know contains writers that both write in the same genre and meet your standards as to quality and subject material. It is important that all the books are fairly similar and that they give readers a good deal. Send the participating authors a statement about what you expect from them, how you would like the manuscript to be delivered and any costs involved. Any money would go towards the cover editing, formatting or advertising. Once you have collected all the manuscripts, you should also ask people to sign a declaration that they are happy for you to publish this collection, which includes their book. You will need this for KDP when they are inevitably going to ask you about copyright of this book. The declaration needs to include the title of the book, the name of the author as on the cover and needs to include the email address that the particular author uses to log into the KDP dashboard. Then you start putting together the set. At this point in time, it's very useful if you have BookFunnel, so you can send the authors a link to download a copy to check if everything is okay. When everything is done, you upload the set to the retailers, make it free, ask Amazon to price match if they don't do this automatically, and then you ask the authors to promote the book to their list. It's very useful if you have selected a couple of authors that are fairly experienced and have large mailing lists. You can also enter the book in a few promotional sites if you want, but most likely you are going to find that the downloads take care of themselves. Of course, Amazon will refuse to make or keep the set free in some countries, mostly mainland Europe. This has to do with laws that prohibit free books other than for promotional purposes. I set the base price for the set at two hundred ninety nine, so at the times Amazon doesn't make the set free in Germany, it's still a decent deal at two hundred ninety nine, and I can use the money to buy ads. This is pretty much how I use multi author box sets in a nutshell. They're a really easy way to get constant downloads on a free book. And the books included in the set don't even have to be free by themselves. Multi-author box sets do well with list sites like Freebooksy, and they're just generally a very relaxed way of advertising. This suits The Happy Writer. Thank you for listening to The Happy Writer Show. Check out links and information about other episodes on my website at pattyjansson.com, where you can also find out about my books. You can support me by subscribing to the show or on Patreon at patreon.com slash pattyjansson.